Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture Alhamdulillah نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره نعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء وتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him I seek refuge in Almighty Allah from the evil of our passions Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him to al-Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen. And I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets O Muslims you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah which is the Quran the best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is his sunnah the words of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Islam Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That means have the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability. Fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslims. This khutbah. which I will say to myself before anybody else 
is a question. What do you want? What do you try to achieve? What is your goal in this life? Why are you here? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already had told us why He created us. As He stated, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنْسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Indeed, I had created jinn and mankind for the worship of me, for the purpose of serving me, obeying me, and enslave themselves to me. This is what Allah had attained for us. But do we live in this life for this purpose? This is a question. What are we aiming? When you go to school, when you go to business, when you doing any action, what is the aim and what is the purpose behind collecting money, getting education, getting a degree, try to go to this country or that country? What is the aim? What you trying to reach? What is your goal? What you're trying to achieve? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in surah number 42, which is surah Ashura, verse number 20. مَنْ كَانَ يُرِيدُ حَرْسَ الْأَخِرَةِ نَزِدْ لَهُ فِي حَرْسِهِ وَمَنْ كَانَ يُرِيدُ حَرْسَ الدُّنْيَا نُبْتِهِ مِنْهَا وَمَا لَهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنْ نَصِيبٍ Whosoever desires the reward of the hereafter, we give him increase in his reward. And whosoever desires the reward of this life, we give him thereof. We give him thereof. And he has no portion in the hereafter. If you aim in Allah, if your goal is the hereafter, if you try to achieve Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, whosoever man kana yuridu harf al-akhirah. If this is your intention, did you set your goal to the akhirah? So when you set your goal to the hereafter, the reward of Allah, the blessings of Allah, now every action, every intention, every movement in this life, it has to serve the purpose. It has to be taking you towards Allah, bring you closer to Allah. Otherwise, there is something wrong there in your intention. There is something wrong about what you try to achieve. If you really attend Allah and you hope in Allah and the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, نَزِدْ لَهُ فِي حَرْسِهِ You do one good deed, Allah will give you ten blessings. نَزِدْ لَهُ فِي حَرْسِهِ We increase. We make the seed to become harvest. We became multiplicated. We became many. For one dollar, or for one step, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with one step toward the mosque, He will raise you one degree in Jannah. And you put your foot down, Allah will remove one of your sins. For one dollar, Allah will reward you ten dollars. For some people, Allah gives them seven hundred times. And to some people, Allah will multiply it more and more and more with no limit. But if your aim, 
This temporary life, now this is what you get. You get in a degree. You get in a certificate. You get in an office. You get in a building. But where is this taking you? Do you try to get this degree to serve Allah? To help the Muslims? Are you trying to get this building so you can shelter your family? Are you trying to have this money could you spend if you be You want to be rich? You want to be changing a car every year? What action? What is the purpose of money? What is the goal? Why you trying to get a degree? For what reason? So you can be acknowledged in the society? Everybody have a aim and have intention. And only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows why you're doing this. But if your intention is the hereafter, the reward of Allah, the blessings of Allah, Allah will accept this deed. Allah will bless this walking. Allah will bless this spending. Allah will bless this time that you're doing for your study. Because you attend and your intention is Allah, the hereafter, Jannah. Allah will bless it. How many people they sit with one problem to solve it for hours? And after this they have to go back to their professor or their teacher. They and how many people in five minutes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens their mind and now they know the solution for the problem. Allah will bless the time. It's not how much time you're going to spend. Allah will bless your effort. So Allah said we shall increase his deed. Allah will bless it. Even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you after your death for what you did in this life while you are in your grave because the result of this deed, the people stay utilizing, still using it after your death. So this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that nadid lahu fi hafi. Allah will bless your walking. Whosoever desires the reward of the hereafter, we give him increase in his reward. You give one, Allah give you ten. Allah give you seven hundred. Allah give you more and more. But if you're looking only for this hereafter, for a car, you will get a car. A woman, you get a woman. But what about if the car can be your destruction? And behind to take you to the intensive care and put you in the hospital. What about if a woman, this is what you want, not for having children, not for to save yourself from falling into harm, or what you want this woman. What about if this woman can be the means to put you in jail? You don't know. Why you getting it? It has to be a purpose and goal for the Muslim in this life, what he tried to study for, what he tried to go to school for. Why is spending 10 and 12 hours a day? For what reason? It's me. And my family is Is this what you're thinking about? So you get for you and for your family and this is it. But when you start to think about me, my family, my community, my mosque, the Muslim, here, there, blessing Allah. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless this effort. Listen to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam telling us about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the hadith al-Qudsi. This hadith which reported by Ma'fal ibn Yathar radiallahu anhu qala qala rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqulu rabbukum ibn Adam tafarra al-ibadati anlaq qalbaka ghina 
وَأَمْلَأُ يَدَكَ رِزْقًا يا ابن آدم لا تباعد مني أملأ قلبك فقرا وأملأ يدك شغلا الله سبحانه وتعالى السين إن ذا حديث القدسي ذا هو الحديث بلطان أبو آدم Your Lord is saying This what Allah is saying It's not Quran This is Hadith Qudsi Say your Lord is saying Oh son of Adam Oh son of Adam Free yourself For my worship Set your life for me Free yourself for my worship My ibadah My obedience I will fulfill you, I will fill your heart with satisfaction. You will be self-content. It's not how much he got. He can be the poorest person and you will feel happy, you feel content. The taste of the food different in your mouth. You eating bread, it tastes like as if you eating deer meat, lamb meat. It's not what you're eating. It's not how much. If you are in Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, I will make your heart. Because the heart is the end of Allah. Allah will make you happy even if you don't have so-called means of happiness by the measurements of these people. By the measurement of the society. You don't have the car. You walk to your job. Exercise. You stay healthy. Allah make you happy and continue to all the nice breeze. You walk in. Other person in the car with air condition, he could not feel the same satisfaction that you're in. Like some of those scholars, the early scholars, they said, indeed we are in satisfaction and happiness. If the kings know about the happiness that we're in, they will fight us over this happiness with their swords. But the kings, they have the money, they have the authority, they have the social, and they could not feel happy. Look around the king or the president, how many people? But look at the poor person. He's walking in the street. He doesn't need a bodyguard. He doesn't need to carry any women. Nobody cares about him. But the king, everybody tries to get him. The president, hundreds and thousands. And every country lesson, revolution. Why? So they hiding, they stand away from the people. But a poor person, he's happy, he feels safe. Subhanallah. So if you come to Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make this station, this heart, because this, where is the happiness and satisfaction comes? He said, I will make your heart feel content, satisfied. And I will make your hand full with provision. Oh son of Adam, don't go too far from me. Where are you spending your money? Where are you spending your time? What are you paying with? Oh son of Adam, don't go too far from me. Because if you do so, I will fill your heart. I will fill your heart with need, always in need, always poor, always want. I will put poverty in your heart, and I will fill your hand with occupation, always busy, 
Almost basically doing what? Doing nothing. Almost nothing. He keep running and running and go to this shop and after this shop he falls time shop and you go to part time shop and you go to extra hours. And he still, before the month is finished, no money. You could not even pay your utilities. Three shops. Why? Maybe you need to change your aim. Maybe you need to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he stated something, we have to understand it's a law. It's a law. We know about the result of passing a red light. But some of us maybe know about the result of breaking the order of Allah. But we still ignore it and think that everything will go fine. You know, if you indulge in the haram, it's no good to take you too far. Maybe you get all these properties and all these buildings and but stay. By paying this company and paying this insurance and paying in the end you come. You are, they call you a landlord, but you are not even able to own anything as you say you own. The person who lives in apartment can pay the rent and he goes sleep content and happy. And you own in all these buildings. And you still by paying all these bills you got nothing. You got nothing. SubhanAllah. We have to understand when Allah is telling us. He's not joking. He's not playing. In the wa'ad Allah is haq. Indeed the promise of Allah is true. We need to trust what Allah is telling us. Because the problem we keep running behind the dunya and we are not getting anything out of this dunya. And we are still running into haram. We are running into haram because to be rich, especially in a society like this, in most cases you could not get it from halal. You have to indulge in the haram. And I'm so surprised. Allah give you a car, give you a wife, give you a house or apartment, what else do you want? You keep getting more and more and more. What else do you want? How much you can eat? One pound of meat? Two loaves of bread? Can you drink a whole gallon of milk? So what? You could not have two gallons? You could not have three gallons? You are limited. Your eyes is bigger than your stomach. Your eyes is bigger than your stomach. And you're never going to close your eyes. Because this is your nature. As a son of Allah, as Rasulullah You have two valleys full of gold, you will wish for the third. Do you think when the third valley of gold will come, you will rest? And now you come, go to Jum'ah, you'll be in time for Jum'ah. No, it's not going to change. Because when the third valley of gold will come, now you get more occupied. And now, instead of going before the ikama, five minutes, you will catch the last rakat. Because you get more busy. The more you're getting from the dunya, the more you're getting busy. There's nothing wrong to have the dunya in halal. But getting the dunya is not a goal. Getting the dunya to spend it for the akhirah. This is the price, this is the money that we spend to get something back. So we get the dunya from halal in a way pleasing Allah so we can achieve the hereafter. 
So we can please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah says, وَاتَّخِ فِيمَا آتَاكَ اللَّهُ الدَّارَ الْآخِرَةِ That means, seek the hereafter through whatever Allah provides you in this life. So if it's a car, if it's a time, intelligence, degree, everything we get it for one purpose, please in Allah, get in the hereafter. But you get in the degree for what? So everybody says you professor and mister and so and so, so it's not. It's helping you only for a while. And you get in all the houses for what? You're going to buy and leave it for your family. Do you know what your family is going to do with it? Do you have a guarantee that your children going to use it and utilize it in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? You better spend it now when you have control over it because later on somebody else has the control over it. Abu Darda, may Allah be pleased with him, saying that the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, مَا طَلَعَتْ شَمْسٌ قَدْ إِلَّا بُعِثَتْ بِجَنْبِتَيْهَا مَلَكَانْ إِنَّهُمَا لَيُسْمَعَانْ لَيُسْمِعَانِ أَهْلِ الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا الثَّقَلَيْنِ يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسِ هَلُمُّوا إِلَى رَبِّكُمْ فَإِنَّمَا قَلَّ وَكَفَى خَيْرٌ مِمَّا كَثُرَ وَأَلْهَى وَمَا غَرُبَتِ الشَّمْسِ قَدْ إِلَّا وَبُعِثَ بِجَنْبِتَيْهَا مَلَكَانِ يُنَادِيَانِ اللهم عجل لمنفق خلفا وعجل لممسكا تلفا Abu Dardan, that is the Prophet Muhammad said, in every day, when sunrise, when sunrise, in the two sides, two angels standing there. And they shout, they claim, they make a adhan, they make a call, everything here is except Sakalain, jinn and mankind. Say, oh mankind, come closer, come towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, indeed. What is little and sufficient is better than what a lot and distracting you. What is little and sufficient? A little, but sufficient. You are not poor, but you have enough. You make in $1,200. After paying your utilities and your rent and everything, $50 is spent. Left over. You are rich. You are a king. You can name yourself whatever name you want to choose. You are a millionaire. Even if you don't have this, the Prophet sallallahu telling you, when you wake up, or when the evening comes to you, and what? Amin and fi You are safe in your house. In the kudayawmik, you have the provision of your day. So, this is all what you need. You need safety, security, and you are healthy, you are kama as if the whole dunya is in your hand, you possess the whole dunya. You're safe, you're healthy, you have the food of your day, not for a whole month. So whatever, little but sufficient, $1,200, you spend the $1,200, you don't own anybody else, it's starting a new month. Say Alhamdulillah, you are not involved in haram. You are not involved in haram. Full-time shop and part-time shop and extra hour shops because every time I'm working two hours more, now instead of paying me $8, you're going to pay me nine fifty. Brothers, go. Go to your family. Spend some time with your wife. Spend some time with your children. Teach them about the deen. Go do something in the mosque. 
Every time Muslim moves from apartment to apartment, do something. Everything concerning dollar. More money, more money, more money. What are you going to do with it? Did you spend what you got? You didn't even spend what you got yet. Why more and more, especially if it involved you in haram? Especially if it's taking you away from your obligation. Oh, brother, I missed the five times prayer. What about your family? Where is your family? Do you spend time with your family? Do you assist the Muslims? Do you care for the needy and the poor? So, what is qaleen, what is living and sufficient, is much better than what is a lot, but it will take you away from Allah. Every time the sun sets, two ancient sitting there to the side, and they claiming, or they calling and saying, Oh Allah, Oh Allah, give the one who spin for your cause, give him better than what he's been. And Oh Allah, the one who holds him back, destroy his property. Because he keep collecting, but you hold him. You hold him for what? You hold him for what? Don't let the angels crow make a dua against you. You hold him your money? You are not doing something to, to, to benefit your family and benefit the Muslim community and to benefit yourself and to give the da'wah and the thing to be established and the Muslims can establish. So now the angels, they see what? Destroy his property. So you won't save your property? The insurance company is not going to help you. But the real insurance is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Spend. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect your property. And be content. And let everything your aim is Allah and the hereafter. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala nabi Mustafa. Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu rasulu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My brothers and sisters in Islam, we have to change our aim and our goal in this life. We have to understand why we are in this life. We could not be like a wild beast in this life. All what is concerned about getting this and that, getting this and that, always buying, always buying, and always spending, always buying, spending, and as a result of this, you keep working, working, working. You don't have time for anything else. And I'm so surprised, honestly, to some people, they can retire now. They've been working, working, working all their life. Because when you get some gray hair in your beard, or, okay, in your hair, in your head, it's, it's a warning. You're getting closer to your grave. And you've been working for 30 years, 40 years. And you, some of you have the opportunity, they can retire now, and they will be getting half salary, 75% of their salary. And their salary is enough for them to leave them and another family. But they're still working. And if you ask the person, did he ever read the Quran, only reading, from cover to cover, he said, you know. Did you ever... Read the chapter of Salah in Sahih al-Bukhari in your life. When we're going to read some? When we're going to go make hash? When we're going to start to build something for the Muslims? Why would, when we're going to do something for our own soul? You are about, you're getting close to the grave. 
when you're going to do something, when you're going to wash your hands from the haram, when you try to be content with, when all the things, when and the wind, when, when, house after house, and a boat after a boat, and a lake after a lake, and a car after a car, and a property and acres after acres. Our dreams in this dunya so far, too much. But about the hereafter, how many of us think Jannah after Jannah? How many of us thinking about ranks after ranks? How many of us thinking about other Muslims? You don't have to even to go too far. In this locality, we have some people who already, they call them immigrants. Okay? Or refugees. How much did we do for the people? We have to start to think. We have to start to do something towards the hereafter. Listen to this hadith and I close with it, inshallah. Antanadir radiallahu anhu qala qala rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. من كانت الآخرة همة جعل الله جناه في قلبه وجمع له شملة وأتته الدنيا وهي راغمة ومن كانت الدنيا همة جعل الله فقره بين عينيه وفرق عليه شملة ولم يأتيه من الدنيا إلا ما قدر له Whosoever the آخرات is his worry We don't know we're not talking about Jannah after Jannah. We don't know if we're going to be saved in the grave or no. We don't know if we're going to go to hell far and if we go how long we're going to be there. You have to be worried what's going to happen to you because he's still in this life. There is no security, no insurance while he's still alive. We don't know where we're going. How much he prays, how much he gives, there is no security yet. Because you don't know in the last moment what's going to be. So a Muslim, the best worshiper among us, it has to continue thinking about what's going to happen to me when the angels come and question me in the grave. So the worry of the akhirah, the grave, shallah, hellfire, questioning, receiving books, it has to be always displayed in your face every day. Brother, if the akhirah didn't come to your mind at least once a day, you're in a big trouble. We always think about what is about this is big screen TV. I don't know what is the ones they sell it in Sam's now. Sam's wholesale this like a movie. They call it a movie theater or something like that. Is about twelve uh, three yards or uh, what's this? How many? I forgot, huh? No, brother, you don't know what you thought. Something about the size of this door. And the speakers, so you can hear as if you are sitting in the movie theater. So a big screen, and this speaker, so you feel it. How, when, brother, is $3,000, I only have 250 I wish somebody can lend me 400 more so I can buy it. And you keep traveling and driving all what you comes in your mind, buying this screen, the movie theater, to bring it to your house. <laughs> Do you ever think about the grave? Do you ever think about the angels? Do you think about hellfire? Do you think about what, how you're going to receive your... Keep thinking about this. When I'm going to buy this dish. When I'm going to buy this movie screen. When I'm going to France. When I'm going to go... Subhanallah.
the Prophet seen, whosoever the hereafter is his worry, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make his heart content and satisfied, and Allah bring his affairs together. Brother, it's many things, I don't know, I'm going crazy, I don't know how I can take care of all these things. Allah will bring all these things to become like one single problem. Allah will make it easy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring all your affairs together. And the dunya, all this material thing will come under your feet, waiting for you here. I'm there. But you don't care for it. You don't want it. You don't want it because you busy with something else. You run behind the dunya, the dunya keep running and you keep running behind it. You run away from the dunya, the dunya will come running to you. This, this is the way, how Allah made it. You run behind the dunya, you keep running faster and you go faster and faster. And you don't catch with it. And you get nothing from the dunya except what Allah has decreed for you. Doesn't matter how much you're going to be running. It's been written already before even you come to this life. And whosoever the dunya and the material thing is his main worry, Allah will make his poverty between his two eyes. You could not run away out of poverty. Always in short, bear your bells. And Allah will despair his affairs. The problems will be multiplied. multiplied. And you are not getting from this life except what Allah has decreed for you. So brothers, Whosoever make his worry, one worry, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will suffice him all these problems. What is your main worry? The hereafter. When I meet with Allah, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revive me, what I'm going to do? What I'm going to answer? What I'm going to do? So let your dollar answer. Let your time answer. Let your degree give the answer. Let your occupation give the answer. That means everything that you donate, it has to be targeted one thing. What it is? The hereafter. One getting degree. I want to save the Muslim community. Why I'm getting more money, I want to spend feasibility. Why I'm getting this car, I want to make a better life for my family. Alhamdulillah. All this is good. Ibadah does not mean only standing up and down and prostrating and making salah. Ibadah is to live according to the way of Allah, to do it the way Allah ordered you, to try to be the Allah to the best of your ability. Let your worry be one. If you have two worries, you could not. You could not worry about this life and the hereafter. Let your worry be the hereafter. Now, the worry of this life will get smaller. So when you look to the hereafter, the dunya comes to be smaller in your eye. When you start look about this life, now this life became bigger to you like a mountain. You don't know which side to look. And the hereafter gets smaller to you. So you will do work more for dunya, and now you do little for the akhirah. But nevertheless, nothing will come to you except what Allah has decreed for you. You can run as much as you run, what Allah has decreed for you, this is the only amount you get it. So, it's better for us to relax and take it easy and focus about Allah, the deen of Allah, serving Allah, 
So Allah will make things easy on us, inshallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to soften our heart and fill our heart with iman and that Allah make our main worry is the hereafter, not this life. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله العظيم لي In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh, 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone, 445-4900. Also, 491-6065. Fax, 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.